Hey, I'm Rebecca Jeffries, your host, and welcome to the Lemonade Stand. I'm glad you stopped by. Today, I want to talk to you about when you have to do the impossible. You know, sometimes when you're in the middle of a crisis, you're in the middle of a difficult time, you end up doing things that you thought were impossible. Did you ever have one of those surreal moments when you just thought, well, this is never something I imagined doing. Those moments most often come when we're in the middle of grief or trial or heartache or difficulty, and we get pushed beyond our limits to do something impossible. So I want to tell you a little story about some time when I did something I thought was probably impossible. Actually, it was so crazy. I never imagined, I never imagined it could even happen. So I, I shared with you in earlier podcasts that a few years ago, my dad passed away and several months after that, my little sister was diagnosed with cancer. And a few months after that, our darling nephew Noah was taken from us in an accident. And so my sister and I were left to accomplish something crazy. My dad was uh, a farm guy and he loved the outdoors and he loved agriculture. And over the past decade of his life, he had been raising cows. So he'd, he'd only raise one or two at a time. And dad's last cow was set to be butchered on the Wednesday after our nephew's organs were donated. And so we had, we had been through a crazy, crazy year. It had already been a crazy time for me, just devastating, heartbreaking. And we were already, I thought at our limit, I had received the news of Noah's accident on a Monday. And on a Wednesday, we were told that he would, would not live. And on Friday, his organs were donated. That weekend happened to be a tropical storm in New Orleans. So as the director of the assisted living home where I work, I came back <laughs> to New Orleans, dealt with a storm that weekend. And then my family and I drove back to Florida for, uh, for the planning and um, funeral services for our, our sweet, sweet nephew. So storm was over Sunday and Monday, uh, we headed back to Florida on the way. My little one got sick, started running fever, strep throat, of course. <laughs> and so he ran fever. We got home, uh, to Lakeland in Florida where my family lives and Wednesday morning was the day that our dad's last cow was supposed to be butchered. Now, if you've never butchered a cow, then let me explain that these things can sometimes be difficult to reorganize once it's set in motion. And now that our brother was in the middle of this horrible tragedy himself and our mother as well, it wasn't something that needed to be put off to be worried about later. And so my sister and I woke up early on a Wednesday morning and were ready to preside over the butchering of 
our dad's last cow. Normally, y'all, this is a man's job <laughs> in, in our family. And uh, the men of the family might take care of this. I'll admit, I might have slept through one or two of these <laughs> in the past of uh, in past years. But this particular day, in the middle of our grief, and in the middle of the craziness that had been that week, and in the middle of my sister's horrible illness, we had a cow to butcher. So we got up early to deal with this process. And so it started and, and we made it happen. My sister being a little more familiar with these things than I ran the show. And I, uh, like to like to think that I did an okay job as her assistant. And we, uh, we got it done, made it happen and went through this process got the cow butchered. And then the next thing we needed to do was get my sister to a chemo treatment. So fast forward a couple of hours and we're sitting in the hospital at um, the cancer treatment area, my sister in a chemo chair and me next to her. And we've already butchered a cow that day. <laughs> and here we are going through chemo. My sister amazing and brave and incredible. So we sit there so surreal. And as we do that, we are helping our sister-in-law and my brother get things ready for Noah's funeral. So we were getting pictures ready and things that we needed to do. We had a, a very special couple of pictures that we wanted to have made into large shots that people could see as they were walking into the church. And so while we were dealing with chemo, we were planning a funeral and helping move forward with that process. So we left chemo that afternoon and went to the office supply store to pick up beautiful pictures of our incredible nephew. And then I dropped my sister off and went to pick up my son and find a walk-in clinic because he was still running fever. We found the walk-in clinic, got him seen and got some antibiotic for him because he did have strep throat. And a day of days ended. Looking back, and I promise y'all, I promise to put pictures in the show notes to prove, lest y'all think this was crazy, too crazy to be believable. Looking back, that, that day is one of the wildest, most painful, and proudest days of my life. When you come through a crisis, I think you should take time to look back and just consider what you've accomplished. Take a minute to think about what you've made it through. Think about your strength, your courage, your abilities. Because the person you become when you are pressured to the point of breaking or beyond is the person that you are. I had no clue, no clue that I could be the kind of woman who could fly to Florida, watch my brother go through a horror I never would have wished on him or and really wished I could have taken for him. Watch as 
that beautiful boy was wheeled down a hall so that his organs could be donated, come back to New Orleans and hope that my residents got through a storm and then drove back to Florida to try to some way honor the life of that beautiful boy and get to go through chemo with my sister and have a sick kid in the middle of it all. To have held it together. And if you look at the pictures in the show notes, you'll see the crazy smiles on our faces. And maybe we were a little bit nuts. And maybe you need to be a little bit nuts to get through something like that. But y'all, it's one of my proudest moments. I never dreamed I would need enough strength or courage to endure anything like that. Oh yeah. And we butchered a cow in the middle of it all. Is that wild or what? But it sure makes me feel proud of what I've done and proud of what God has done through me. Proud of what his strength and stamina has given to me and the ability to be able to make it through things I never dreamed I'd have to face. And if I'd been told that I'd have to face them, I'd say, no, no, I can't. I can't. I could never. But you know what? I did. I did it. And you did it too. See, the person you are when you're in the middle of those trials that's who you really are. The you that comes out in a time of tragedy or stress, that gives you a clue about the strength and the insight that you have that maybe you thought wasn't there or wasn't even possible. Look at you. You're doing it. Maybe you're surviving as a widow on your own. Maybe you're dealing with a loved one who has an addiction. Maybe you're refusing to give up even though you feel like giving up because you've been so sick. Maybe you're repairing a marriage that was broken. Maybe you're getting up and trying again after another failure. Maybe you opened your eyes in the middle of a situation recently and went, I never dreamed I'd have to do this. But you're doing it. You've got it. And look at what you've done. Look at what you have been able to do. When you come through a trial, when you come through grief, when you come through stress, take a minute to look back, even at the crazy stories like my cow butchering story, and congratulate yourself and God on what you've been able to do. You know, Jesus told us that with man, it might be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Sometimes it feels like you wake up at the end of a terrible nightmare, but when you look back, wow, look at what we're able to do. Even those mechanisms like shock and, um, and those things that our bodies go through in times of intense grief, Adrenaline, those things enable us to do incredible things. God's built those into us and his strength sustains us. So I want you to take a minute, take a minute sometime today and just think about your trials. Think about your difficulties and think about what you've done in the middle of them. 
what have you survived that you just maybe never imagined you'd survive? Or what have you done that you thought, or if you had been told you'd have to do it, you'd think, no way I could do that, but you did it. I want you to look back, congratulate yourself, congratulate God, because with him, the impossible becomes possible. And sometimes our griefs and our trials and our difficulties are the ways we are able to see that what was impossible for us did become possible and we did it. So give yourself a pat on the back today for what you've survived. I want to start another little segment of the show as well called Quote of the Week. I want to share Quote of the Week with you. This week's quote comes from Dr. Caroline Leaf, and I will put a link to her website in the show notes. I love Caroline Leaf. She has some wonderful ideas and some beautifully encouraging things that she puts on her Instagram feed and her her podcast and her website. Her podcast is called Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. Um, Dr. Caroline Leaf placed on her Instagram feed this week this quote, and I want to share it with you. If you stress too much about something before it happens... You are putting yourself through it twice. Ouch, you guys, that quote really got me. And I hope it helps you this week too. Next, I want to let you know uh, that there is a feature on this podcast that you can send a message. And I'd love for you to do it. If you look back this this day or this week and, and you want to share what you've made it through, you want to share what was possible for you that you thought might be impossible, send me a message. If you go to the show's uh, webpage, you can click on the button that says message and you can record a message to send to me. I'd love to hear from you and uh, we can encourage each other together. Also, if you can share this podcast, I'd love for you to do so and leave a review, share with your friends, and I'd appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by the Lemonade Stand. Come on by anytime. <music>